Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 768 and uh, even though I'm a couple of weeks behind, I did say we'd be doing one a week. Um, today I'm going to talk about developing a complete health practice. It sounds kind of boring, but it'll get exciting, trust me. But first off, uh, excuses, um, please excuse me for missing a couple of weeks. I, um, If you've been following my Instagram, I got married uh, last Thursday which was an absolutely beautiful day um, with a beautiful bride and uh, a beautiful friend and family. It was, I feel extremely grateful um, to have even been a part of it, let alone, you know, a side piece to the main show, so to speak. But it was, uh, it was beautiful. So a lot going into that. We got married up north from where we live in Kingscliff, New South Wales, uh, and it was just stunning. So feeling very grateful with that. And uh, however, everything leading up to it was pretty hectic. Um, a lot of things leading up to it was pretty hectic and uh, coming out of it was much the same. We still got a fair bit of staff away, so it's been a bit nuts. But you would have seen, if you do follow me on Instagram or Facebook, uh, and if you don't, you can find me on Instagram at Dave Nixon Flow or at Facebook and Facebook is Dave Nixon. Um, I did finally share a walkthrough of the renovations to the gym. So the gym that I own, Functional Fitness Australia here in, in Canberra, ACT, um, otherwise solely known as Funk. We came to a crossroads last year and uh, we decided to do a massive renovation. Um, one of the things I mentioned in my last podcast was kind of getting sick of certain marketers or similar within the fitness industry, and I'm sure it spreads to other industries, but we made some massive leaps with the changes. Um, we probably invested about over $150,000 um, and uh, commonly it's like well we did that with with no leases we did it with no investment um outside of us uh, Gina and myself um we did it with being savvy and intelligent with and measured with how we approach the whole rebuild so uh, i think if it's beneficial i will be more than happy to share with people um what we did to to work through that but it was uh it was a really good really good exercise and I felt that I developed as a business person um, and as a person coming out the other side and one of the things I've shared multiple times is people don't have problems in business they have personal problems that flow into business and this is kind of the essence of um, my point today in the podcast so in the video that I shared and it was an eight minute walkthrough I mentioned that we shifted our position to become a private health club and they're just you know nice words but they're important words we wanted to offer more than simply just exercises, uh, classes, and, and workout things and different variations of just workout exercises, so just programs and classes and whatnot. We wanted to also give people the opportunity to work in, um, both physically and mentally. But one of the things, I look at these other, these health clubs, these massive facilities, and they're missing a couple of things now they definitely have all the different types of classes that you could you could want to do and usually a pool or sauna and similar but they miss a couple of things the two main things actually which is a massive part of health those two things that they miss one is to do with um, mindset yes the mental health components of it but also the spiritual health components of it and they're two different things and also community I mean at that big box space you just you're just a number and there's nothing wrong with the big boxes they're they're very 
important in their own right and they can do things that us smaller facilities simply cannot do um, we don't have a pool here as an example uh, nor are we going to get a pool anytime soon but the difference is is that as a small community space is that we do have social health social health is a massive part of what we do and on top of that we can offer programs courses and retreats that we do now peak and flow retreats to give people an opportunity to work on their mental and spiritual and emotional health this allows us to be an actual health club this is a club that you're a part of where you can focus on your health from an integrated standpoint an integral health facility if you may now I've talked about integral stuff a fair bit. Ken Wilbur was the integralist that I first came across and um, did a shit ton of study through. And if you haven't, you should absolutely listen to some of his stuff. Um, there's, there is a, a magnitude of content to chew through. Um, it'll take years, but it's the years are going to pass anyway and it's worth it. And so what he brought forward was a thing called integral theory. What that's also pointing at and looking at is integral practice. And so with integral theory and the models that are put forward so that we can take on multiple perspectives and, and look at multiple areas of our health and our life and all the things outside of us, as in our mind and our body, so the systems, the environment, um, community, uh, family, all of these things, it allows us to move from just having it as a conceptual understanding and, and mental know-how to actually embodying it as a daily practice and so this is a whole thing this is i remember years ago i was like i want to help create all these educational facilities just all these small gyms you know private gyms can turn into educational facilities that's evolved uh, you know allowing them to move into educational from educational facilities to private health clubs and so a part of that means that rather than like the big box gyms do use people right because they don't want everyone to rock up they can't have everyone rocking up because the, the fee is so small that if everyone rocks up all the members they just can't not even all of them half of them if half of them rocked up in one day they would be flooded there'd be thousands of people in every single facility they couldn't do it whereas for the private spaces we absolutely need 80% of our clients to continue to be coming, on, coming into the gym through the doors. Otherwise, we can't operate. And so rather than like the big box gyms use people to be able to run their facility, we, we need people to use the facility. So rather than from that standpoint of us using them, you need to use the facility. You need to use this facility to go, what is it that I need to get out of this? What is it for me as I unfold in my life? What do I need to do and, and what opportunities do I have in front of me to be able to unfold and learn more about myself? And what I guess the other thing is, what does an integral life practice or integral health practice mean? There is a great book called Integral Life Practice um, by Ken Wilber, Terry Patton, Adam Leonard, and Marco Morelli. And it goes through and explains... A shit ton. Now, this isn't probably where I'd recommend first to start with integral theory and the rest of it. You can probably start with a brief history of everything by Ken Wilber. But what it does do really, really well is give the reader some really good perspectives on how to develop in every single field and area of their life. Now, there's four core areas that they offer. In those four core areas is mind, body, spirit, and shadow. Mind, body, spirit, shadow. Now, what's really interesting with this is that more often than not, spirit, um, body and mind is what's put forward for development in many different health practices. 
Shadow is simply the suppressed parts of our unconscious. It's one of the gifts that Freud gave, apart from a lot of other things that he fell short on. The suppressed parts of our, or repress, depending on how you want to look at it, parts of our unconscious that we deny, ignore, reject, that still act out because that's how they work. It's how they unconsciously still influence the way that we view the world and the way that we project ourselves and parts of us that we don't like onto everything else. And so without actually working on the shadow parts of us, and you can do this through many different, there's, there's, there's programs and courses depending on, you know, on how, uh, how difficult your you know, pathology, let's call it that, actually is for you there is there's coaches those in developmental coaches some they can fall sometimes under the, the label of life coaches otherwise it's psychotherapy and 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 psychopharma pharmaceutical assistance and so there's many sort of roads but it's the shadow work that actually determines your altitude because your shadow work is what's keeping you or the lack of is what's keeping you at whatever stage you're at it's your anchor and the more that we neglect this, the more that we keep getting pulled to that anchor. And so we can work on our mind, we can work on our body, and we can work on our spirit. And there's so many different variations of that. And that's the whole point of the content that I share and the facilities that I run and the, the retreats that I run. I want to make sure we're giving people opportunities to do that for themselves so they can be their own hero, which is absolutely fundamentally crucial. Right Now, on top of that, if we aren't willing to look at our shadow we aren't willing to to progress now that sounds tough but Jung who was obviously a um, whether it's obvious or not Jung was a colleague of Freud's for some time and they split because they disagreed on some many things but very early on developmental psychologists you know pioneers in their field and he went on to say that um, how do you expect to reach to heaven I'm you know, verbatim here, but how do you expect to reach to heaven if you don't reach to hell? So the whole point there is that we must see all the light and the dark within us. Um, and if we are not willing to, then the roots are shallow and you will fall time and time again because you will not be grounded. As, as corny as all that analogy sounds, it's true. And so our ability to work on our shadow parts of us the parts that are that are really difficult that will definitely bring tears up that will will want to reject time and time again actually will determine our altitude and so the four main areas where we can start developing practices in those four areas mind body spirit and shadow so mind isn't so much about thinking positive it's not so much about um just trying to you know turn a negative into a win it's, it's not necessarily just looking to the future it's not all that sort of stuff it's actually about understanding the corners of our mind and how we can best use that to be resourceful for what result we actually want positive negative all of it's useful right anxiousness happiness joy it's all useful it's a matter of how we choose to be able to use that rather than it using us which is another one of Jungian's quotes which is um do people have ideas or do ideas have people and that's the difficulty with this let's call it toxic positivity is that more often than not the toxic positivity is actually running the person they're they're so afraid of what they deem to be negative for whatever reason that whenever they get the chance they will attempt to turn something what appears to be negative into a positive and they're not 
even choosing to do, it's just running them now you can say for the other way around people that run at worst case scenario and it runs them and it runs them and it runs them is that they're not actually awake to making that decision it just fucking runs them and more often than not they'll call this anxiety and they go it just happens i you know um my anxiety is x it's it's just like hang a sec well what's your role in it like i'm curious to know you know sure there's chemicals and all sorts of stuff that may be happening in the brain but what about it within your mind is within your control and how much are you contributing to that? What, what's within your power? Because that's, that's, that's what I want to know. What is your power and what are you giving away? So the mind is allowing us to understand the structures and the corners of our mind. So when we look at spirit, we're actually talking about the essence of you, the witness, the observer, the who you are outside of the matrix of the world that we live in who you were before the world told you who you should be all of this the spirit is the essence it's your true you can call it a flame light there's so many different variations of words that we can use to explain it but it's your witness it's your original face and the beauty of this spirit of yours is it's not controlled by the mind it's if you can integrate it with the mind, and um, A.H. Almas talks about this as the um, personal essence, which is the integration of personality and spirituality, really. Um, or even, this is, you know, it's hard even saying the word spirituality because it almost turns it into materialism as if you could be more spiritual than someone else, which is, isn't possible at all. There's just, it's, it's like saying there's more oxygen here than over that corner of the room it's it doesn't make any sense now you could probably try and pull that out to be correct based upon gases or whatever the case might be but you understand my point so in all of that you cannot be more spiritual than someone we have a spirit now what happens is that we have more mental structures that get in the way of that being like us embodying that the get in the way of our personal essence and when we can actually integrate this personality with our spirituality we have this beautiful personal personal essence that's come forward and that's really where our power is it's not a rejection of our personality and the things that we're not super fussed on about it it's an integration and then we look at body and body this is one of the things where a lot of people get get stuck on with body because what they do is they attempt to free the mind or access spirit by by exercising by running or really by putting themselves in a fight or flight state which is really a, a um somatic response to something that they're, they're literally kind of running away from and a lot of people do it through running so or through crossfit and or through mma um, a lot of variations and it gets to the point where when they put themselves in a fight or flight space the thing is is that they can no longer actually focus on the things that they're actually worried about because and this is why they love it they get addicted to it because it gives them this freedom from it momentarily it's because they literally exercise so hard that they can't think about anything else besides breathing. The difficulty of this is that they never actually deal with the core issue. And so it comes up time and time again. They keep exercising as hard as they possibly can. And then they run into injuries. They're laying up on the couch. And there's that fucking thing that they haven't been dealing with facing them because it's been with them the whole time. So that's what they've been trying to run away from, so to speak, or fight or any other terminology. And so when we take on practices and awarenesses in all of these areas then we, we can actually train the body for the body's sake not for the mind's sake there is obviously benefits mentally as well but you know we want to make sure that we're actually integrating all of it rather than just one of it so or, or trying to fix a solution in let's call it a quadrant in one quadrant um 
that's actually occurring in another one. So what we can then start to do here is actually honor our body, start to really like learn to to hear what it's telling us and how to actually use our meat skeleton for what we want to do with life and this is why you know your one hour in the gym should help positively impact your 23 hours outside of that facility that's an investment and there's many different ways from this and many different practices from things that are hard and you are breathing hard that's that's extremely healthy right through to some softer and more gentle approaches such as yoga and um, pilates even though it's still quite challenging in its own right the thing about all of this is that and the angle that we take with training here at Funk and I teach is it's actually called neural health and neural regulation. And we want to teach people to have healthy access to all parts of their nervous system. Now, I remember saying this to one of the young lads I was training and uh, I was encouraging him to learn how to access some really, you know, difficult parts of him so he could he could do this heavy thing. It was a heavy sandbag, whether it was a squat or a walk or something. Um and uh you know he really struggled doing so which is not uncommon and uh he's like look i like to think that in real life if this happened i'd be i'd be fine and i was like mate you don't fall you don't rise to the occasion you fall to your training and this is why it's so important for us to learn how to access these things within training so that we live an easy life that we know and we're comfortable and we're calm in life experiences because we've done it in training and that's why all of these areas of life is so crucial so we look at mind, we look at body, we look at spirit, and I've talked about shadow. These are the four core areas that make up our integral life practice. These are things I'll talk to more in the next episode, although I do have a couple episodes with friends. I did two episodes with my um, beautiful wife and her friend, um, Alice, on the Body and Beyond podcast. I'm going to share those two on this podcast, and I'm looking to lock in Richard DeSevis, which is a dear friend of mine over in Amsterdam, for another conversation. But that's me done for today. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't already, check out my socials on Dave Nixon on Facebook, Dave Nixon flow on instagram check out the renos we did with the gym i want to hear your thoughts on it otherwise i'm out until next time crew uh if you appreciated enjoyed this podcast or resonated with you then it would mean the world to me if you'd pass it on to someone who you think would also enjoy it if you haven't already you can grab a copy of my book mining yourself online um or anywhere that sells books really uh and otherwise you can grab it from me and i'll personally sign it with a little love note uh, but that's it from me big love peace and pizza i'll see you all soon